0: You're listening to the 12-2 Leadership Podcast, 12 minutes, two takeaways, empowering you to pursue excellence in all you do. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me on 12-2 today. If you're new or you haven't been around in a while, 12-2 is a 12-minute talk with two takeaways that we uh, go live with every Wednesday at noon. So, our goal at 12-2 is to always be pursuing excellence in everything that we do. And today, I want to talk about self-care. Uh, I titled this talk, The Value of Self-Care. And if you saw that, you may have had one of two responses. There are two common responses to the phrase self-care. There's one group, the uh, social media generation, that values and prioritizes self-care. And then there's another group that really, really doesn't. In fact, they see it as selfish or self-indulgent or unhealthy in some way. So you may fall somewhere in the middle. If so, awesome. But for the purposes of this talk, I'd like you to pick a side. Are you someone who thinks, yeah, self-care is pretty great. I love it. Or are you someone who's like, "Mm, I'm not really into that whole self-care thing. So. What is self-care? The first thing that popped to my mind when I started writing this talk, other than all of the things that I wanted to say, was sheet masks, fingernail polish, and like a spa night with your kids or completely by yourself, maybe a glass of wine in the bathtub or the biggest piece of chocolate cake that you could have and still not feel like a glutton. Or maybe you just say, gluttony is fake, I'm going to have three pieces of chocolate cake. So, these are some of the pictures that self care paints in my mind. But here's the thing what is self care? What is it officially defined as? I went to our friend Google, um, who went to our friend the Oxford Dictionary, because now that is on Google and I don't have to have a big book on my shelf. I do anyway. Um, And the Google Oxford Dictionary definition of self care is the practice of taking action to protect or preserve one's own health. Another like sub-definition is uh, focusing particularly on periods of stress. So self-care is the practice of taking action to protect or preserve one's own health, particularly in periods of stress. Now, does that challenge your definition of self-care? We live in this, uh, quote unquote, self-care centric society. You know, the term gets tossed around by influencers and it gets disdained by thought leaders. You get a lot of people polarized on one side or the other. And most of us either subscribe or we reject it. But if you bring it down to the practice of actively taking care of your own health, does that change? how you feel about self-care. It's not quite as picturesque and cozy as sheet masks and nail polish and glasses of wine in the bathtub. If it's taking care, taking action to protect or preserve one's own health, wine in the bathtub may not be the most healthy thing. Maybe you need to take a week and not have wine at all because you need to give your liver a break or, you know, how can you truly reject the concept of self-care if you're on the other side? How can you truly reject the practice of protecting and preserving your own health? So we're in this society that says self-care, 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 self-care. self-care. You know, I've got to do this for me. I have to say no to that because of self-care. I have to take a break. I have to... um indulge this um, you only live once all of these attitudes and mindsets that are presented as being around self-care but the idea of self-care is the practice of actively taking care of your own health that can be mental health that can be physical health that can be spiritual health health is an all-encompassing picture so self-care taking care of your own health We can neither indulge in everything that feels good or reject everything that feels good in the name of self-care. Now, part of the problem many people have with the concept of self-care is the appearance of that word self. It feels selfish. When I Googled this, there were so many appearances of articles on the Internet with the headline, is self-care selfish? Why is self-care not selfish? What is selfish about self-care? Why is health care hard for me? All of these things around the concept that taking care of one's health, protecting and preserving one's health is selfish because we have a picture and our picture is wrong. Now, the emphasis for the millennial generation and a lot of young, younger generations has been this idea of self-exploration in the pursuit of healing and quote self-care and a lot of that focuses on mental health and uh, some forms of self-indulgence in the name of i don't need to be this hard on myself i don't need to hold myself to these rigorous standards or i can release myself from work at the end of the day to be able to rejuvenate but we've all seen or been that childhood friend who's gone off the deep end on social media in the name of self-care but what if we meet in the middle. What if we become those people who at the beginning of this talk we're like no I don't really feel one way or the other about it. I do it sometimes and I don't do it other times. Those awesome people who already have their lives together and may not even still be listening. What if we meet in the middle and try to become more like them? Can we balance on the tightrope of I can actively pursue health for myself without withdrawing into a cocoon of my own creation? Can I actively pursue health for myself without withdrawing into a cocoon of my own creation? Can I actively pursue health for myself without being the childhood friend who goes off the deep end on social media? Have they really gone off the deep end? Who knows? It's social media. So psychology today had a list of seven forms of self-care. Ten minutes ago, this list may have surprised you. But now that we're 10 minutes into this talk, you shouldn't be surprised to hear that the first six items on this list are sleep, meditation, exercise, nutrition, connection, and recreation. All things that I think most of us or all of us would agree are important for health. Sleep, meditation, exercise, nutrition, connection, recreation. Some of us may be a little wobbly on one or two of them. But we all know we need sleep. We all know nutrition is important. We all know that taking time to organize our thoughts is important. We all know exercise is important. We all know that having a little fun every once in a while is important. And we all know that we need at least one friend. Ideally, two to five. So, the seventh item on this list is the one that becomes problematic because the seventh item on this list is rejuvenation. And this is the spas and the massages and the saying no in the name of self care. So, if you struggle with spending too much time taking care of your health in one or two of these areas, maybe it's a sign that you're not in that balanced, healthy middle ground. If you are a hardcore sleep exercise person, who works all the time, doesn't care about what you eat, doesn't slow down to have time with your own thoughts, doesn't slow down to have time with friends, never has any fun because goal orientation is really, really fun, then maybe you're not in a balanced, healthy middle ground of taking care of your own health. Or if you're a person whose whole life is centered around sleep and rejuvenation and recreation, but you never exercise, You never say yes to people because you're always tired or you never take time to actually sit with your own thoughts and understand what's going on inside of your head and heart. And maybe you're not in the balanced middle ground either. So as we're wrapping up today, we have two minutes left. I have two takeaways for you. First one, I want you to take each item on that list. I'll read it out for you one more time. Sleep, meditation, exercise, nutrition, connection, recreation, and rejuvenation. Take each item on that list and fill in this blank. Blank is not selfish. Sleep is not selfish. Exercise is not selfish. Rejuvenation is not selfish. Connection is not selfish. Recreation is not selfish. Nutrition is not selfish. And meditation is not selfish. So I want you to say each of those things to yourself. And when you find the one that is hardest to say that you have the biggest when you think it or speak it, that's where you have work to be done. You don't need to focus on all seven areas. Maybe like me, you need to focus on, wow, sleep feels really selfish. Is that one that seems like something that would feel selfish? Maybe, maybe not. We all have our own hang up point in our self-care journey in our pursuit of health. So the second takeaway I have for you is to take a look at your typical week and ask yourself this question. Do I have a mindset or space where I regularly prioritize someone else? Do I have a mindset or space where I regularly prioritize someone else in my week? If the answer is no, or if you have trouble thinking of something, your attitude of self-care may have veered into selfishness. And here's the thing. Neither side, neither the self careers or the anti self careers is innocent on either of these takeaways. Anti-self-care people can still be incredibly selfish. And self carers can still be frequently harboring areas of self-neglect or self-hatred or both or all of the above. A lot of the time, self-care is an area where we run away from something in the pursuit of feeling better. But if our effort is to prioritize and protect and preserve our health so that we aren't selfish, so that we aren't run down, so that we're able to live life in the pursuit of excellence and helping other people, we need to prioritize these areas and we need to take time for our own care. So my challenge for you today, find out where your selfishness lies, find out where you need to take more care of yourself, pursue excellence, pursue health, and have an amazing week.